Well, the author of Fire Road is about to join us here on the show. The Napalm Girl's Journey Through the Horrors of War to Faith, Forgiveness, and Peace. Of course, this track we're listening to is also the theme song from the movie Platoon, which I think most of us, thats our, that was that's, our first introduction to it. Yeah, that's my connection visually. In Fire Road, Kim Fook, the Napalm Girl finally tells her story of unexpected survival, a life in constant pain as the tool of a communist regime, love, family, and the unshakable life-altering faith that set her free. It's a moment forever captured, an iconic image that has come to define the horror and violence of the Vietnam War. Nine-year-old Kim Phuc running in agony moments after napalm bombs fell from the sky, bringing hellish fire that burned away her clothing and seared deep into her skin. Left for dead in a hospital morgue, yeah, that happened. What? Left for dead in a hospital morgue, Kim miraculously survived, but her journey toward healing was only just beginning. When the napalm bombs dropped, everything Kim knew and relied on exploded along with them. Her, her beloved home and village, her country's freedom, as well as her childhood innocence and happiness, gone. Kim's coming years would be marked by excruciating treatments for her burns, unrelenting physical pain throughout her body, and being handled handled for political propaganda. Kim survived the pain of her body ablaze. But how could she possibly survive the pain of her devastated soul? Fire Road is a story of both unrelenting horror and unexpected hope, a harrowing tale of life changed in an instant. Struggling to find answers in a world that only seemed to bring anguish, Kim ultimately discovers strength in someone who had suffered himself, transforming her tragedy into an unshakable faith. And she joins us now. The website is fireroadbook.com, fireroadbook.com. Kim, you are, I don't know. I don't, I got, I've lost the word. <laughs> I can't even say it. I mean, you are, I, inspirational just sounds cheap. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Good afternoon. <laughs> Good afternoon, Kim. I love it. <laughs> Kim, I I, uh, I guess the first question I have for someone like you is, do you get tired? Does it get boring or do you get tired of being known as the napalm girl? Do you, do you wish that you were known for something else? I Yes, I wish, but uh, God had a plan for me. In that time, in that road, in Vietnam, I seemed seemed to me like I was in the wrong time, in the wrong place. But now I'm in the right time, in the right place. Hmm. Interesting. You know, some would hear what you just said, Kim, and they and they would say, "Did she just say that God burned her so that God could use her?" Do you think that's true? Um, not really. Because, because that is a napalm. This a war caused my suffering, and God allowed that. It mean like in the middle of that, God was with me in that time. Even I didn't know that. Now I look back. Yes, He is it a really awfully. I became a victim of war in the middle of fire. I was hopeless, but God was there 
just be with me. Mm-hmm. That's why he spared my <coughs> life, and he let me go through with all of that. And then he revealed his himself to me. Now I can say God is good. Um, I I guess we need to have a question, Kim, about PTSD. Um, how has that shown up in your life? Because, you know, look, PTSD is something even relatively new in our world. It's not something that was, you know, it hasn't been around. I mean, it's been around forever, it's but not understood. it's just hasn't really been understood. So do you understand how PTSD has played a role in your life? You must have seen it. It must have come out some way. Uh, <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> Um, you know, like for me, I understand that that little girl at nine years old, I didn't understand that why that happened. That's why I went, um, I growing up uh, with so many questions, why me and why that happened to me? I didn't do anything wrong. But, you know, I right now I look back, I am so thankful for all of that happened, and then God with me. And he just uh, led me, and he had the plan perfectly for me. Uh, with, with You know, like naturally, when the tragedy happened to the person, it just led me the way to be really angry, mm-hmm. uh, bitterness, darkness, Pain, loss, hopelessness, everything. I went through that. But how? How can I get out of that darkness without faith in God? With with without God, I I not I am not exist anymore because of all the the darkness, the evil, the the you know. Everything that I went through now, I can understand how people went through with all the, the, the thing that I went through, physically and emotionally. I said, wow. It's just amazing. I don't know, like you at the beginning, I don't know what the word I can say. No word to say thank you enough to God. And God is so real to me. Okay, this is where I want to go with this conversation. You just said, God is so real to me. Yes. In my world, God is not very real to me. Uh, okay, so, your question? Well, my question, yeah, exactly. My Really well said. My question is, do I have to go through something really horrific like napalm burning my skin off for me to realize that God is real? Not necessary. You have to go those things. But, you know, right there, the knowledge, the Bible, the, 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 the nature, is, you can see God is real. But because that is your choice, right? And you not acknowledge him. But like my, I just said at the beginning, he had the plan for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. I didn't know him before I went. Uh, I was raised with a different religion. I I was so devoted in that Kaudai religion. And as a nine-year-old, I know I I was in trouble. 
I suffer with pain, with uh, um, everything, with that little girl. But inside of me, I had a dream, and I really want to 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 make that dream big. And I really want to keep my dream alive. That is my 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 foundation in there. So my dream is I wanted to become a doctor. I want to seek peace, uh, joy. Um, just just that is me. But I couldn't I couldn't do that until he revealed himself to me. I went to the library. I seeking the purpose for my life. I, I, I seeking the answer for my life. That is, I was before I was 19, and I didn't understand. Even I just wanted to to die. I thought this life is so much suffering, nothing else. And then one day, he said, "God, where are you? Do you exist somewhere? Please help me." From the bottom of my soul, my heart, I just seeking. Then he revealed to me step by step. Then I became Christian. I have faith in Jesus Christ. And then from that is real. He's so real to me. He he answered my prayer because I seeking because I wanted to know him more. And now I can see my problem is uh, so small. God always, always so great, you see? And so that is my, my, my story, that little girl. But when you see, you don't see God, <laughs> whatever, this is your choice. If you're seeking him, he's there. Hmm. I, I believe that. <sighs> okay, hold on a second. Kim, I want to read something here. <laughs> um, on June 8, 1972, I ran out from the temple in my village in South Vietnam. Right. I saw an airplane getting lower and then four bombs falling down. I saw fire everywhere around me. Then I yeah. saw the fire over my body, especially on my left arm. My clothes had been burned off by the fire. I was nine years old, but I still remember my thoughts at that moment. And what were your thoughts at that moment? When I saw the fire on my uh, left arm and I used my right hand, I just wrapped it up. And then I got burned as well in my right hand. And at that moment, I remember, I thought, oh my goodness, I got burned, and I became ugly girl. So people could see me different. Then I was so terrified. And then I stopped thinking about that, and I ran out of that fire, and I saw my brothers, housing and some soldiers, and we all were together, and we kept running and running. That is a moment. But you know, right now, I get so thankful that my, I count the blessing. At that moment, in that fire, I burned most of my body, but my feet weren't burned. 
so I was able to run out of that fire. See, hold on, hold on, hold on a second here. <laughs> this hurts my head. So you're, so much of your body is burned. You're nine years old. Your skin is just screaming out in pain. And you're thankful that your feet weren't burnt. That, that's such a, a mindset that is hard to imagine. It's, you know, I, I, okay, hold on. I need to ask you this, Kim. <laughs> Have you? No, but, you know, at that moment, I didn't think, I didn't think about my feet yet. But uh, later, later on, yeah. later on, but at that moment, honestly, I was terrified. Um, my picture was taken in, in that moment on road number one from Saigon to, is it Phnom Penh? How do you say that? Phnom, Phnom, Phnom Penh. Phnom Penh. After a soldier gave me some drink and poured water over my body, I lost consciousness. Right. Several days after, I realized that I was in the hospital where I spent 14 months and had 17 operations. Yes. This is one of the... Okay, Tim, you're sort of looking at me like yeah. I'm a moron here. No, but, no. I, but I'm, I'm stumbling, stunned as you are. I'm stumbling in this interview. I've interviewed so many people over 15 years, and I'm stumbling in this interview because... <laughs> because it's, it's beyond your imagination, right? It is beyond my imagination. And I... Um, you know, look, I guess many people, when they go through this sort of thing, uh, the theology or the man's limited understanding of God would say, well, where, where was God when this was happening? And and you say God allowed it to happen. Well, if God allowed it to happen, does that mean that God did it in some sort of passive way? If he was passive in, in an aggressive act, then did God... What was God's role yeah, in omission, in, in, commission, exactly, that kind of thing. exactly. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, <coughs> one not did, uh, God didn't do it. Okay. God allowed that happen, and you know because I think it's war. It's a man make it. Yeah. Right. It's just God not not doing that, but whatever happened, He allowed that happen. That's my belief. Like in job, you know, like Satan. Uh, envy with job, and 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 uh, they they want to try God, uh, job, and God said, "Okay, you can do," and that is show the at the end, job is so righteousness, and he just feared the Lord enough to never do, say the mm, thing back to God. Why you did that? Mm-hmm. Right? Why? Why that happened? No, it's just, that is a trial for me. I, I just believe that what happened the same my situation. Okay. Why? Why Christianity? I mean, you had already been exposed to other faith systems, other religious systems, but I want to know what was the well, like one or two or three? Maybe it was just one thing. Why did you become a Christian? Because I was uh, very devoted in the Kaodai religion, which one that raised me from I born until 19, I 
try my best to do everything that they taught me, but my heart's still emptiness, you know, empty and in trouble with hatred, with anger, with loss. And I didn't know where I'm turned around to ask for help. Hmm. It's no hope for me. And at that, because of that reason, at that moment, I doubt about God. Where are you? And so I, I thought is, you know, like people just make that and then believe in that, but not real to me. But yes, he is. When I found it, I have connection. Um, the, the circumstances that happened uh, at that moment, I lost my school. I couldn't go to school anymore. And that was a low point in my life. I had no dream, no future, no freedom, nothing. And it's just why me? So I tried to commit suicide, but I couldn't. But it was so hard for me to carry on my, my, my burden. I almost so close to give up. That moment, that's why in my book, I described it, no more hope for me, for that little girl, for that teenager. How can I do? I, I was hopeless then. That moment, I try. God, are you real? So he's so real. And he answered my prayer. Since that moment, I, um, I, I continue to search. And I went to the library. You remember that yeah, part. Yeah. And no one witnessed to me. I just went to the library because I couldn't go to school anymore. And I had read so many religious books hmm. to try to find a purpose for my life. I just wanted to die when they dropped the bomb. And why I didn't die with my cousin, three years old, and uh, why I continue to suffer like that, uh, not as a normal, because... I couldn't go to school. And then, among the book that I read is a New Testament. And the more I read, the more question I had. And because of my secure, uh, uh, curiosity, I just wanted to have the answer. Then uh, it's all together, and uh, the process that God started to reveal He's there. He answered my prayer, and I, 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 um, I have met the um, my brother's uh, in-law cousin. He was a Christian. He came to visit uh, my 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 sister's family, and they let me know um, that cousin uh, he is a Christian. <laughs> so I say, oh, I had a chance to ask him so many questions that I had. Then uh, he answered me, but I didn't feel any, you know, satisfied about that. Then he invited me to go to the church. 
then I'm glad I went and I discovered a lot of things that's so different from my religion that I'm practicing. Hmm. Then um, uh, I went to the church with two reasons. I got the friend and my curiosity <laughs> until Christmas. Yes, when the pastor explained why we celebrate Christmas, even not only just in Ho Chi Minh City, in Saigon, in Vietnam, but the whole world, then he still continued to explain Jesus then died on the cross to pay for our sins. If anyone whosoever opened his heart to accept Jesus Christ as personal Savior. So Jesus will come into his heart and bringing peace and take away any burdens. Wow, when I heard that works, then I say, yes, that is me. Mm. I needed that because I'm seeking peace and I need someone came to my life and take away my burden. I, I couldn't carry on anymore. So I walked out to the auto and I opened my heart and I accept Jesus Christ in Christmas time in 1982 in Vietnam. You see, and then you know the the not only the feeling. I I have to you know I I wow, I'm so strong about that. That I'm so thankful God gave me that faith. I stopped praying to many gods that I used to. I respect them, but not worship, and I only worship my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ. Mm. And that is an amazing turning point in my life. I started to pray for the wisdom, for peace, for joy, for everything. And He gave it to me. And I say, wow, God is so real. <laughs> and I I didn't afraid of uh, anything or uh, uh, the, the situation from outside. Honestly, the, the situation from outside didn't change even one bit, but my heart was changing because I have so, so much peace. Whenever in the future I will die, my home is in heaven. I'm, I'm, I'm not here. <laughs> you know, that yeah. is the eternal life. And so from that... That's why I became Christian. Well, okay. That is the point. This is, this is what I just heard. I heard you say that you made a decision to become a Christian, leave your old faith, your old religion, your old way of being. You made a decision to become a Christian because you were really desperate for love, hope, forgiveness, and peace. And when you asked for those things to, to come into your life, your prayers were answered. Yes. Okay. Okay. Wow. You know what? If it, Possibly. No, it's, Possibly. it's pretty simple. Like, the math is simple. And I think you have earned—I I don't think you're— 
Timmy, I need you as part of this. We just got to finish our conversation yes. here. But when was the last time you heard <laughs> you heard me let someone go on about their relationship with Jesus on the show? Uh, I can't honestly remember. Okay, it's been a while. And what I'm trying to say is I am interested in less in what people believe and more in why they believe and how they can believe in something sort of, not sort of, but invisible, right? God, there's a faith component, et cetera, et cetera. And, and Kim, you have, without doubt, earned, <laughs> earned, yeah. earned the right to share this story with the passion and the, and the honesty that you, you are delivering it. And, and, it, and it's the same way with this book. The book is called Fire Road, The Napalm Girl's Journey Through the Horrors of War to Faith, Forgiveness, and Peace. Fireroadbook.com. Fireroadbook.com. Uh, Kim, thank you for sharing your story with us. And, and I hope I... Uh, I hope my disillusionment in God and my frustration with my own spiritual journey doesn't make you roll your eyes and I don't know think less of me because because I no. just I just haven't I haven't had to carry the burden that you have carried so therefore what you say to me carries more weight because you have you have carried more weight does that make sense right <laughs> you know what I have so many many experiences to learn how to walk with God mm-hmm. and how to trust and obey him because my story when I became Christian just about six months then my church my home church in Saigon was closed by the government and I had no home church to go to practice my faith as a Christian uh, as, as a Christian right and but one thing I have the Bible and I read it and I read it and I practice what I read, and I get trust and obey. And my journey is too long. When I went to Cuba, it's no church, no fellowship at all with the Christian at all. But I have the relationship with God because I read the Bible and I pray and I trust and I obey. I wait upon the Lord for 10 years in 1992, I, I the, the Lord just opened the door and I just walked out. And that is a time. That's why I have freedom mm-hmm. in Canada. And it's just a miracle that I have faith and I ask God for help because I'm seeking freedom. My, my spiritual freedom, I, I learned to forgive, I learned to move on. Uh, yes, I cast my burden to the Lord and walk with God, but I, I still wasn't freedom citizen. And that's why I'm seeking freedom. And the Lord just opened the door, and uh, I experienced this about the faith in Jesus, uh, in, in Matthew's, uh, seventeen twenty. Uh, if your faith just as a right, you remember, is just a grant of the master seed, you can move to the mountain. Well, this, but this right? is what I'm saying. Your faith, <laughs> your faith is huge, 
and yet you would say it's a mustard seed, and that makes total sense to me in in the in the, in the scale of everything. <laughs> Kim Fook, thank you so much for joining us. It has been an honor to chat with you. It really has. Thank you so much. Thank you for let me in your program. Oh. Thank you so much. Okay, bye bye. Bless you. Thank you, Kim. Thank you.